Hey friend, I'm Tanisha Sela and you're listening to the Life of an Empath podcast. I'm an empath, Akashic Records reader, and intuitive guide. I'm exactly what you would expect a modern day mystic to be. I meditate, I'm a crystal lover, sporadic yogi, and I believe in love and universal goodness. I help high-level creatives, empaths, and teams achieve emotional clarity and allow them to utilize intuition as business strategy. On this podcast, I share stories about my personal spiritual journey, the lessons that I'm learning through my clients, and life as a wife and mom of two toddlers. Welcome to my life. Let's get started. Intuitive coaching is not and does not work for everybody. And here are the primary reasons in no particular order. Belief is required. If you're at the point in your life where you've crossed my path and you're interested in connecting, you gotta be serious. Firstly, because I am. Those who know, know. Spirituality is my way of life. And two, because this is spiritual coaching. This is not for entertainment purposes. The few clients that I have that are psychic enthusiasts are missing out on the opportunity to really connect deeply with themselves, spirit, and may regret not getting more out of the experience while it was available to them. But also, belief is not enough. For intuitive coaching to really work, you have to be ready to aid in your transformation. Not only do you need to believe in something higher than yourself on a soul level before we cross paths, but belief is not the work. Intuitive coaching works best when you can take the guidance, process it, and then take a real action, preferably before your next session. Change is much more comfortable with support. But what I have noticed is that people often want to take it all in and save the actions for later, which is going to make it harder for them when they run into roadblocks, need support, and have more questions while their transformation is loading. You're not listening. Hearing and listening are two different actions. One is passive and the other is active. Frankly, listening is hard. It is very much so a part of the work and critical to intuitive coaching being effective. There are a lot of issues with the listening part, many moving parts, and it varies from person to person. But those that have the most problems with this are using intuitive coaching in place of what they really need, which is therapy. Therapy is about talking. Guidance is about listening. That's the primary distinction. Though I understand how some are confused by this, just like many people on the spiritual path often confuse stillness and meditation. Intuitive coaching has the power to help you prioritize reflection and can be a period of silence such that the noise in your life can change and you can stop long-standing patterns and actively receive all things in a more profound way. Doubt prevents growth. Intuitive coaching is supposed to help you understand that while some things are challenging to overcome, some of your roadblocks have relatively simple solutions, like just setting a more powerful intention, prayer, and meditation. The guidance is there to help you connect with a deeper understanding of your purpose, spiritual practice, and your circumstances, and also help you to see and accept painful truths about yourself and about the status of your personal relationships with others because we all have painful truths that must be accepted before growth can occur. 
More than anything, this process is about encouraging you to lean in with curiosity, trust, and openness to the areas of your life where you have the most pain or trauma. Ultimately, learning to trust the guidance won't lead you to a breakdown, but ignoring the guidance might lead you to a disaster. Talking about stuff that doesn't matter. Guidance is an invitation to deeper awareness. Awareness of yourself, but also your environment. When things are difficult or just mundane, we often don't recognize how significantly we are trapped in our own thoughts and stuck in trivial situations and circumstances that are only proving to be a distraction in our lives and how those types of thoughts create isolation. Guidance is a powerful grounding tool, but you have to really allow it to seep in. Trying to be guarded. Pay attention to this one. It is really common and it comes up a lot. People actually do come to a psychic and intuitive coaching trying to be guarded in the process. It always fails in all ways. It immediately reflects the level of fear and trust about the process and your feelings of ego toward the coach. It's just no way around saying that. If you feel the need to be guarded on any level or if you have many things that are off limits for discussion, intuitive coaching is not for you. Many of these issues with fear and boundaries are the things that spirit points out first, especially the fear. It is challenging to go far on this path if you are afraid. And this also goes back to talking about stuff that doesn't matter. Defensive behavior. Here's the thing. Everyone comes to intuitive coaching because you need help with something. So be willing to receive help or ready to learn how to receive support and clarity about your situation. Defensive behavior is a sign of resistance. And resistance is not a pathway to enlightenment. Openness is. Acceptance is hard. Taking action to show up differently in the world is harder. No need to complicate things by making a difficult circumstance tense. Besides, I can't help but to think every time this comes up, who are you trying to pick a fight with, me or the spirits? I have actually asked a few of my clients this exact question. You know, spirituality is within all of us. And if you are truly called to this path, you must consider this. Getting in the right posture to receive is just one of the adjustments you'll have to make to be aligned with guidance. Worried about attachment. Many people are fearful of becoming dependent on the guidance and that either holds them back from exploring it altogether or keeps them from being totally open in the process. No worries there because my boundaries are intact. I generally only work with clients for up to one year, and in the few instances I have made an exception, it was a spirit-led decision and not my own volition. Many people ask me, why just one year? Well, I'll tell you. During the first three months of guidance, you want to be heard and desire for other people to change, not you. But by six months, you start getting it a little bit more. You've heard some things on repeat, and you are in what I call the initial acceptance threshold. At this stage, your questions get better and your guard is down. You get out of fear and are preparing to trust the process and spirit on a deeper level. 
For those with low levels of fear and minimal barriers to trust and belief naturally, this is when change starts to happen if it hasn't been initiated already. The most action for those really committed to changing their mindset and adopting spirituality as the way they move in the world happens between six and nine months. The last three months are for spiritual maintenance, setting you up to be prepared to activate your tools and everything you've learned about yourself and to be able to identify the next logical step in your spiritual journey when it is presented. Makes sense? There's a quote I once heard in a yoga class that really kept me grounded for many years now, and it is, hold on to nothing and let nothing hold on to you. I actually broke this all the way down in a group session a while back when attachment came up. If you want notes on this session, let me know and I'll drop them in your inbox. But friend, know that time is very finite and my life has shown me that in many ways. To get the most out of connecting with me is to come with a clear purpose to change the course of your journey. That way, the experience will be meaningful for both of us. And if you feel like one year is not enough time, I assure you that you'll learn enough to be ready to meet your next guide. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. I'm so grateful that you were drawn to my corner of this thing we call life. If you want to connect more, I'm on Instagram at underscore life of an empath underscore or visit my website at lifeofanimpath.com. No time like the present for you to connect with spirit about your current circumstances and your secret ambitions. I would be so honored to be your guide. If you enjoyed our time together today, would you send this to someone in your circle that needs a spiritual pick me up or has questions about their own spiritual gifts? Thanks, friend. Talk soon. Until next time.